Chapter 34 The Jealous Idols Every time I thought I was finished, I realized this was another beginning coming into view. No matter where I thought I was going, there was always some new chaos I was going through. When I left to go back toward the order, I could hear Bolin Yuktiku speaking in my head. Often he spoke in riddles or poems, and so he said, If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated. Don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream, and not make dreams your master. If you can think, and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or watch the things you gave your life to, broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginning and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your term long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and, which is more, you'll be a man, my son, said Bolin Yukdeku. Now ever since the sacred pause arrived, all sorts of changes and alterations came. That COVID-19 virus was so mysterious because it seemed as if the industry, society, and even sports had been rearranged. While the impoverished and common people fought for their lives, all the egotism had grown to seek more money and fame. COVID-19 propelled some of us into our spiritual centers, while the jealous idols were out to make more money, gain more recognition, as if this experience was only a game. What do I make of this Bolin Yukdeku? The chaos keeps building up ever since COVID-19 came, and I don't know what to do. Be one with the people, be just as you are. We are called to exist within this moment. Don't let the past or future pull you near or far. For who are you? You are with me and part of a great plan. No different than any other being, you are a fellow common man, he said. Choice after choice, I'd live each day while I struggled to stay employed. I could barely fit myself into this system, but I knew Bolin Yuktiku listened through all this noise. Everywhere I went, it seemed as if the world was fast asleep. Everyone sold and bought whatever could be traded to make more and more money. Then the next day, the same cycle would repeat. I couldn't understand Bolin Yuktiku's plan, but I was aware that I myself was a spiritual soul living in the body of a human man. I am not better than anyone, 
because I knew that we are all part of the spiritual center from which creation began. But then why do people lie? Why would we bomb cities or build more walls? How much longer can this cycle of capitalism and suffering continue until the entire system falls? All I could do was submit, and so I threw myself into this mad world completely. Even as it felt like everything fell apart, I trusted that Bolognuk Deku valued my insight, and so this was a way to be freed. But who was I? Why this could not be about me. This was about the liberation of all beings, and so I would continue on until all beings were free. To try to remain awake in this world is like being aware when you're asleep within a dream. It's so easy to get sucked into your desires and selfish thoughts, and so the awakened nature cannot be understood by ego schemes. There is always a lure, something trying to hook us and pull the mind space in. At every turn in this materialistic world, there is something or someone trying to tell you where you fit in. When I opened my phone, I saw applications and programs that rewarded popularity. The people idolized the wealthy, famous, and greedy, and yet it became so hard to see through this madness and spot their deceit and insincerity. I saw how the elite were buying all the land, while some famous athletes promoted a black revolution. But what are you talking about? Look past the color and see this as a spiritual evolution. The clubs, affiliations, and names promote separateness when only union is the solution. Over and over, apps and platforms give an audience to the loudest voices overrun by hungry ghosts. Now the jealous idols dilute the mind space with their millions of followers, which is already clogged and congested by the endless stream of fanatical posts. As jealous idols crave views, likes, follows, and attention, they seek the spotlight so their own opinions may be heard. The ego is the false prophet, which promotes things that are beyond absurd. These people claim to be gods, as if they were leaders of the free world, yet these millionaires and billionaires compete while they forsake the common people. Oh, I can't believe the nerve. Over and over, the jealous idols cling and grasp, so attached to the spotlight, fame, TV, gossip, and they even require titles upon their name. They claim to know the universe, but they're lost in the material flow, and they, like all of us, are to blame. Meanwhile, the pot of spiritual fortune is always open, and once you take the boon, certain karmic conditions have been caused. Just how the Sutra of Dependent Origination states the conditions of existence, an equal and opposite price will correspond. Meanwhile, the common people go deeper into debt, before dramatic antics multiply their debts and increase what they must pay. It seems that the more real and rational you are, the more likely you are to be thrown out and cancelled, and the more property, fortune, money, and wealth one acquires, the more the spiritual self becomes conflicted and entangled. It is about letting go of our grasping, not becoming attached to millions and billions. We are all one, both white and black, plus everything in between, stretching to everywhere through all animals, plants, and civilizations. Now an ego would want a revolution, but this is a spiritual evolution. 
I don't understand why you have to pay to live on a planet you were born on. Ask yourself that question. Why do we have to pay to live upon the ground that gave you birth? It seems that the biggest egos have killed and conquered the masses, but they are not the real kings of this earth. Millionaires and billionaires have an ego that could own a culture and or lead a revolution. But the ways of ego is delusion. It is concerned with their reputations, and this is why they were caught in the confusion of the ignorant illusion. How can we compare athletes or artists to God? Without a Holy Spirit, no baskets, touchdowns, home runs, books, or paintings would be made. Zoom out and see how quickly one man will die, for it matters not what you gained or how you were paid. Now every person is born with a genius, and it's up to the individual to find what that genius is about. But no credit can be given to the individual, for that is what ego clinging is all about. Anyone who needs a title upon their name makes me suspicious. Rather, I look to what cannot be collected, because that spiritual wisdom is auspicious. This wisdom is transformative, like a fire, or a phoenix that is reborn. A journey of death and shedding. Like a snake, I began shedding another layer as I outgrew my last form. Now a fire rose up from within, and this Tumo was the goddess of heat and passion, rising through the layers of the spiritual soul, and whatever I clung to was burned and labeled as grasping. And this is why I needed to be barefoot. If this energy can't be grounded, then I'd lose my mind and go unconscious or insane. Jesus walked barefoot. That way, his awakened mind could stay sane. Stay grounded to the earth. Be gentle with the land and your feet. This is the land which our ancestors gave to us. This is not for one group or the other. It is not for a few or the majority. Life upon this earth is sacred and must be looked after accordingly. We are spiritual beings having a human experience and only an ego wants to rewrite history so it suits a particular face or race. Yet the disillusioned cannot see what lives within, and so only a jealous idol would rally their followers as if they were out to compete and win a race. The ego can be such a disgrace, but it is only clouding what is bright and luminous within. That source called God has been passed on to you, and this is where suffering ends before healing begins. Who is God? I asked Bolanyuktiku. Neti neti, he said. Huh? Not this, not that. The unknowable cannot be known. No individual can fathom the infinite as something exact, said Bolanyuktiku. So there is a God. He smiled and laughed. God is. God is where? There, he said. In the air? So he's not a millionaire, and she's not a billionaire. But then where? Now I began to stare, and he pointed at the sun as if that light was aware. Up there? Who dare? Savitar, the king of the four directions, said Bolanyuktiku. A king? What king? Everywhere I look online are ignorant pop stars and personalities trying to shift the mind space to distract awareness and change how the commoners think. The online world seems lost and unstable, while tension and chaos keep building. 
Now the rich millionaires and billionaires sit back in their mansions, controlling the markets, while the poor commoners endure mass shootings and killings. This is not about black or white, nor is it about creed, gender, or any certain race. This is about who's willing to put their own skin in the game in order to offer themselves up to relieve the suffering of all beings and free the burden of our karmic fate. These jealous idols seek control, but the common people cannot relate. O Bull and Yuktiku, when will this chaos end? Teach us the path so that the righteous can set the record straight. Journey within. God is beyond what a jealous idol could think. Why not come back to who you are, even at the edge of America, and then everything will fall in sync, said Bolanyuktiku. You're talking about who I am? But look at what these jealous idols do. They're so selfish in their desires. They care neither about me nor you. But you, who are you? said Bolanyuktiku. I took a minute to think, and Bolanyuktiku waited while I breathed. No matter where I went, whether I was lost or set on a belief, the cat I called Bolanyuktiku would not leave. Bolanyuktiku, I always forget what I know. All that I remember is how I'm here to grow. Other than that, I can't remember who I am, and I'm so lost in this material world, it feels like I can barely see. Oh, have I been damned? Come here and rescue me. But you're already free said Bolanyuktiku. But I'm trapped in this world, and these jealous idols manipulate the karmic maze so that no one gets out. They stage this world as if it's a game, and we're thrown into the mix without even knowing what we're playing for, or the purpose on what it's about. But all these minds, they are connected into the God of One. Just like you, they hold the same spiritual source that glows like the morning star sun. And every person here is the same source within you. We are all parts of one universal and invisible mind, and the narrative of the mind stream is the reality all life passes through. All these people here are no different than your own spiritual self. Whether they are annoying or jealous, remember how we are all separate aspects of the one true self. Now the self could be viewed like God, so this could be the pinnacle of egohood, the very peak of light so bright, is this not beautiful and good? As the light shines and makes all life grow, all living life creates a shadow. And this is often what jealous idols forget, because once they pass on, then they'll remember that all they were given is all they have to let go. For I am not this, not that. And so I am the shadow they cast as the fate comes back. What I am cannot be known but I track their trail like a shadow, and so they come to me to measure their karmic conditions that live beyond the body, for each decision changes the future that is foreshadowed. The way out is there, but it is not something an ego or a jealous idol could find. The answer is like a wild horse, and behind that galloping is the wheel churning within the mind," said Bolanyuktiku. And what is it about this mind? How did we get so lost, trapped, and confined? We are within the six states of existence, and this is the nature of how the layers have been designed. So what else is there to do but to proceed on through? For the only solution 
is a solution that benefits all beings, including me and you, said Bolan Yukdaku. Well, if only I knew, but I feel there's something I'm supposed to find. And so you're telling me that even these jealous idols are all part of the one universal mind? Yes, by design. Like strands in a blanket, we are all interwoven and aligned. Look at how influence spreads, and so DNA threads are intertwined. This is the Sutra of Dependent Origination, forever cause and effect. Every action grants a reaction. The world came into being through this cycle of karmic conditions, and so we've grown into the beings who are left sensing and surviving. This thread of life is so precious, because if the light goes out, then the shadow is gone and dead. We are called to align this great order with the natural ways of the world, and it begins by changing the ideas in our heads. It's a crisis of two things, of consciousness and conditioning. This order has the technological power and the engineering skills to save this planet, but then why is this society crippling? We know how to cure disease and foster health and wellness. We can grow food and free the hungry and end war, but we lack the intellectual vision, which is the ability to change our minds because we've forgotten who we truly are and what we are living for. We must decondition ourselves from 10,000 years of bad behavior, and this is not a simple task. We must begin by becoming vulnerable and lowering our ego masks. The normality in our society is that the people are disconnected from who they are. Everyone is influenced by these jealous idols, and it pushes us away from the spiritual source which appears ever far. There is a cultural disconnection, but the truth is that there is pure goodness within all of us. This pure goodness is the soul. This is the instinct of the intuition that you've come to follow and trust. This intuitive voice reveals the need to be genuine and authentic, and so the cycle of suffering you're caught in is rigid and systematic," said Bolan Yuktiku. Then what should I do? What must we go through? Show us the way to freedom, and I'll help reveal all which is true. Since you are human, then you too cast a shadow. That makes you someone I stalk and hunt, for death is what follows. Ah, so! And when you feel frustration with the jealous idols, or any realm of existence for that matter, be it hungry ghosts or the hell realm, catch the thought and realize you are thinking. And notice how the awareness is scattered. Since we cannot stop what's inevitable, death is the same as waking up from a tangent thought in your head. We get so consumed and overwhelmed as we criticize life while labeling things with emotions such as joy, humor, suffering, or dread. Can you feel the breeze upon your face or neck? This too is like the thoughts passing through your head. See how it's going by? No beginning, no end. Look what happens when you're not caught up with the breeze, not pushing it around or telling it where to go. This is like what passes on after death. It leaves the body to merge with the spiritual flow. Here we observe, remain uncritical, and let go. While alive, we can fight and criticize, or we can enjoy the weather, emotions, and even the thoughts that rise and fall. You don't have to judge where the breeze goes, just let it pass on by, said Bolin Yuktiku. 
so I should wait, be still, then cheer up, and I'll avoid judgment and try not to get overwhelmed by emotion or thought. You make it sound so simple, but I promise you, it's not. Then I have a request, and this is one you may find most difficult. I want you to go back into the industry and observe the smartest individuals. What is it that they do? How do they navigate this world and the mind? Go to work in automation, and after you do, meet me at the medicine wheel and tell me what you find," he said.